What up, doe, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Daily Upside. I'm your host, Keenan Rival, and what a crazy day it has been already. I feel like right now it's never a better time to be a sports card investor. If you're coming over to sports cards, to physical investing because you're you're tired of Robin Hood or you're done with stocks, then you know, welcome to the channel. For everybody who's new, definitely do me a favor, shoot me a follow on Twitter. Greatly appreciate it. I tweet out so many, so many things, you know, live NBA plays, um, some cards that I think are underrated. You'll get a few uh, hints at some of the gems that we're looking at here in this channel. And if you can kind of piece it together, you know, you might be ahead of the crowd. So definitely, definitely, definitely shoot me a follow on Twitter. It's the best place to follow me outside of my Discord. Also, Instagram. Definitely appreciate it if you guys can rock with me there. I haven't been posting too much in terms of just on the feed, but I'm still trying to stay live in the stories. I posted a video yesterday that should still be live by the time you watch this uh, podcast. And it's kind of the, the, the pretense or the or the basis or the foundation of today's episode. And that's about modern sports cards. So we're definitely going to get into that. But before we do, I wanted to jump into a little bit of NBA news. And yeah, starting off here with The Athletic, uh, they had an article about Tobias Harris and, and the 76ers and how they're, they're just really looking good in the East right now. And essentially, you know, what they're talking about here is... Um, just this their big win over the Lakers and how that win just solidifies the 76ers as a as a contender. You know, a lot of people thought they had an easy schedule. A lot of people are kind of looking at Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris and and the lack of scoring of Ben Simmons and, and not really taking them seriously. You don't hear too, too much about the Sixers, even though they're killing it right now. But, you know, the most interesting thing I found about this article is that when the Sixers have their starting lineup, you know, locked in, ready to go, no one's injured. They're a 10 and no team. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. And, and I, I think this kind of article and the rest that we're going to talk about is, is, going, to, is going to serve as a, as a foundation to why I'm big on modern sports cards right now. So let, let's get into the next one here. I'll, I'll link these in the description if you want to read them as well. This one is uh, the Athletics talking about Kevin Durant, and they're looking at him over the course of the last 15 games. And, and when you read this, you kind of start to realize, like, man, we're only about 15 you know, 16, you know, 20 games into the season. So, you know, Kevin Durant has has been doing his thing and he's had some great games. But again, you know, much like Joel Embiid, yes, Kevin Durant's cards have went up in price point. Yes, he's, you know, awesome score. Some of them have doubled. But to a certain extent for his out, for him to be having an MVP, you know, caliber season, you know, we, we can say that some of the cards are kind of underrated. Outside of the Topps Chrome and Topps Chrome Refractor, some of these cards probably should be getting a boost in price. And, I think that's going to happen as the season plays out. You know, this is the, the best thing that I've read was the 15 game with the Nets. We're, we're still very early into the season. And, and right now we're kind of like in that limbo where we, we know we don't know who's going to be the MVP. We don't know who's going to make it to the All-Star game. So it's kind of like a, it's, it's kind of boring to a certain extent because we're not we're not deep enough to make any real predictions. And I think that's where modern cards tend to fall. When we're not deep enough to make any real predictions. We're just kind of like everybody's kind of doing good. Everyone's averaging 25 points per game because we're still very fresh in the season. And we, we don't know who's going to be able to keep that up and who's not going to be able to keep that up. So I think the bets tend to fall off a little bit. And, and, and that's what this next article talks about. It's like, here's the surprise team, the all NBA surprise team, you know, Jeremy Grant, Gordon Hayward, all of these guys are balling, putting up 25 points per game. And it's like, is that sustainable? Is it not? We don't know yet. So, you know, if Jeremy Grant's putting up 25 and then like, our favorite player, Trey Young, is putting up 26, then it, it, it kind of it, it kind of messes up the threshold. But as the season goes on, 
we'll probably see, you know, Jeremy Grant fall off. I'm just using him as an example. And then we'll see, you know, Trey Young or Kevin Durant or Joel Embiid or whoever you like kind of move more towards that superstar tier and, and, and really start to separate themselves from, you know, the mediocre players or the, the average starter on a, on a, on a bad team. So I, I think a lot of this stuff is going to be interesting. And I, I think when we're early in the game, modern cards can be a little bit boring because everybody's kind of on the same playing field and that doesn't make for a good investment. But once we kind of get towards the all-star game, we get closer to those award announcements and we start to see like who the clear MVP is or who the clear all-star is, then I think that's when the prices are going to start ticking up. So again, I'll leave these in in the link in the description so you guys can check them out. I think they're all interesting reads if you want to find some underrated players. But what these articles really talk to me or, or speak to me and say is that, look, it's still early. So everything, and I mean everything, is, is up for debate right now. So with that being said, a lot of people are gambling and, and no one's investing because we don't know what's going to happen. And another thing that I think is going to happen is that when, you know, we don't know if LaMelo is going to start or not. If he starts and he, he starts to crush it, then what? You know, then then Prism drops, then, then LaMelo's Prism PSA 10 comes out, and then modern cards are, are pushed back up because now LaMelo's PSA 10 is going for $800, and, and Darius Garland looks like a steal compared to LaMelo. Like, those are the kind of things that I think are going to happen and things that are, I think are going to play out. And you can already kind of see it happening with NBA Top Shot. You know, in the sports cards world, we don't have those rookie cards yet, so the, the modern era is kind of boring. You know, we got Prism Draft. But once Prism comes out and, and LaMelo is going for insane prices or James Wiseman is going for insane prices, that's going to bring the value up of those underrated rookies. You know, it's literally the same thing that I'm doing in Top Shot right now. LaMelo's at $529. So you know what I've been doing in Top Shot? I've been going to buy Darius Garland because his rookie card is way too cheap, in my opinion. If LaMelo's, you know, 500, then Darius Garland should be more than 117. And I think that same mindset is going to transfer to sports cards. Now, obviously, Top Shot's a different platform, but it's the best example that I can give you right now because they're the only platform that has these rookie players, you know, ready to go. You know, James Weissman's going for $388. Hey, you know, maybe maybe, maybe Joel Embiid's a better pickup at that price point. So those are the kind of things that I'm looking at and thinking about. And, you know, I'm really interested to see what you guys think about that because I think there's going to be a space for vintage cards, which I, you know, put on my Instagram story yesterday. But I do think a lot of people are sleeping on the modern card and they're sleeping on the chase. You know, part of this is the chase. Part of the fun is figuring out who's going to be next. You know, it's, it's really not that fun if you're if you're just like, I'm going to buy Babe Ruth. Like, you know that. I mean, that's cool. That might make you some money, but it, it kind of takes the experience out of it. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely here for both. So I'll keep you posted on modern cards and what plays I think would be great. But let's get into some of the sports cards that ended yesterday. So one of the cars we've been talking about for quite some time is Lucas Select Concourse. We saw this in for $985. It's really like testing that $1,000 price point. We've seen a few bins kind of, you know, get hit at that $1,000, but, you know, the auctions still haven't like really passed over yet, which is surprising because like Lucas playing incredibly well, you know, I'm not really sure what his percentages look like or his turnovers, but in terms of just pure stats, like he's absolutely balling right now. And, uh, you know, we still see that that this select is catching up with the prism, you know, so the prism for the 2018 season is down 20 percent within the last month. And Lucas select PSA 10 is up to almost 20 percent within the last uh, month. So selects definitely still doing its thing. 
uh, definitely still holding its value and rightfully so with a pop of only 1,205 ESA 10s. So yeah, 985 for that one. And I think those are going to keep trending, especially during that second half of the season. Another car we saw in yesterday was Zach Levine's 2014 Prism PSA 10 Silver. This is a rookie card. It's super limited and it ended for $2,500 via a buy it now. That is a new all-time high for Zach Levine. He's been having a monster season. I've been saying that he was the Devin Booker of the East since the beginning of the season. And he's been holding up to that. Actually, he's been playing a little bit better than Devin Booker in terms of, you know, just his offensive skills, um, efficiency and all that stuff, a different conversation, but the kid's putting up some points. He can put the ball in a bucket. So yeah, this is another case of a modern play that people slept on. Zach Levine cars were dirt cheap, like dirt cheap. And now he's out there scoring, he's putting on the show and, you know, his prices reflect that. So 2,500 for a PSA 10 Prism Silver. Is that a great investment to buy right now? Probably not. You know, Zach Levine's probably not going to be a star player. So I, I think this is the kind of modern play that we that we get mixed up in. You know, you got to pick the guy who you think is going to be the face of the league or the face of a franchise. And, you know, uh, Zach Levine, though he can score, he's probably better suited as like a, a second option, you know, like a Jalen Brown type, even though he's amazing. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with Zach Levine. But I wanted to show this because modern cards are still hitting all time high, guys. Next up, we had a 2009-2010 Panini Adrenaline. Um, this is a Stephen Curry rookie. I'm not sure, you know, how these were released in 2009. I know today the Adrenaline cards come in sticker packs. So maybe this came in a sticker pack. Maybe it was its own set. But the card hit $535. Uh, this is one of those cards that, you know, just wasn't meant to be like a rare card. But I think Stephen Curry has so few cards that his price points are just like pushing every anything that's a rookie of his is pushing up. I think people are really sleeping on Stephen Curry rookies in terms of, you know, modern sports cards. Yes, this one's a little bit older. And, and it's because like Stephen Curry is an all time great, but he's also part of like the inaugural Panini release. Like his Panini rookie is the first Panini card, you know, to a certain extent for basketball. So I, I think I think as we get more educated and more into this space, those are going to kind of be some of the conversations that we'll have. Those are the conversations that nobody's having right now. So it's just like, if you can kind of see that and, and see the future to a certain extent, or or at least assume the future, then then you take that investment and you and you take that chance. We were buying Panini Stephen Curry rookies here when they were like $75 for BGS. And, and that was my same analysis. This is the first Panini rookie card. Like this is the first Panini set ever. So yeah, I think his Panini stuff from 2009 is just going to be uh, I, th I think they're just buys all around. I mean, I, I really do. If you start looking at some of LeBron's rookies and you look at Steph's rookies, you can see like, okay, this is a real opportunity here. So these are the card, these are the kind of cards I'm looking at and I'm talking about when I'm speaking of modern sports cards. Like this is a play. We have the analysis. We have an all-time talent. It's he's too cheap. We'll continue to like cover Steph Curry here because. I, I just think he's a value. What else do we have here? We had a 2018-19 Donruss Optic uh, Orange uh, Refractor or, or Hollow of Luka Doncic in. That card is serial number to 199, and it's a PSA 10. So this is kind of a high-end Luka. I'm bringing this up because I think color cards are underrated. You know, I think they're serial number. They're, they're going for, like, less than the hollows. It doesn't make sense. Like, it just... You know, everybody's obsessed with the hollow right now. But, you know, think about Kevin Durant. 
you know, his, his tops chrome refractor orange is, is outselling his tops chrome refractor. Um, it just doesn't make sense for the color cards to be this underrated and be the only ones that are serial numbered. So if you, if you really like some of these players, you know, obviously the case for 2018 rookies or 2017 or just any of these young guys, like we don't know what they're going to be or, or how well they're going to perform. But if you are, you know, kind of in on them, then definitely look at some of these serial number cards, uh, select white, uh, Donruss optic orange, uh, any, any, any color in any serial number is a buy. Check out this one though. Like if you're watching this on YouTube, that top to bottom does not look good. I don't know how they got a 10, but anyway, yeah, I, th I think those are super undervalued. And that's what I kind of wanted to base this episode on was undervalued, you know, modern cards. So we'll, we'll dig more deeper into that as well. I'm going to be coming out with some content around all of this in deeper detail, probably some newsletters pretty soon, because I'm, I'm really, I'm really jumping back into the space and looking at some of the data now that I'm kind of situated and have time to do so. Su super, super, super undervalued here with these colored rookies. Another one that we kind of brought up a little while back, uh, this was back in what, November, I was talking about Joel Embiid rookies, and um, I think this one was like a $200, let's see, how much was this? Yeah, $250, so this was $250, and my analysis on this was pretty simple, um, and it was basically just saying like, hey, why are these colored uh, parallels of select going for cheaper than they're prism rookies, you know, Joel Embiid's prism rookie was like 300 bucks, but you can get his select blue for 250. Like that didn't make any sense to me. Uh, if you look at, you know, a prism rookie of Luca and then a select blue of Luca, the select blue far outsells the, 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 the prism rookie. So I thought this was kind of interesting and, and, and I thought these was super undervalued. And that was something we talked about in November and this isn't the blue, but this, but we saw recently the red here of Joel Embiid. Um, so for $780. So I think, I think we had a red like in the next newsletter and it was like 279 or something like that. So yeah, those are just super undervalued. Um, and, and sometimes with modern card, it's not even about guessing that the next best guy or whatever the case may be, but it's, it's looking at the market cap method. It's, it's comparing cards and it's figuring out what's undervalued because a lot of these cards are overlooked, especially 2014, 2015, 2016. Like when we speak modern, we kind of speak 2017 and, and upwards. And there's just so many gems from those those older years that are just super, super underrated. We see it happening with Nikola Jokic. We see it happening with Joel Embiid. We see it happen with Zach Levine. So uh, there's a lot more plays just like this. And, and, you know, with that being said, there's money to be made in modern. If you would have bought this back in November and you would have sold it in January, you would have basically, you know, 2.5 extra money, which is a solid, solid investment. Would you have made more money buying a LeBron James Topps Chrome rookie? 100%. But it also, you know, would have cost you $10,000. So, you know, think about that. I'm interested to see what you guys think on modern cards. I think they're being um, shunned way too much right now. Yes, some of the populations are high. Yes, some of these guys are not going to pan out. But that's also the fun of it. Buy those underrated cards. Buy those select rookies. Um, you know, if you're if you're high on a guy, go all in on him. You know, it, it's OK if you think Tyler Hero is going to be like an amazing offensive player and, and you want to invest in him. Now, do I think Tyler Hero is going to be an all time player? No. But if you do, that's part of the fun. A lot of people are buying vintage rookies right now. A lot of people don't know anything about vintage basketball or, or basketball beyond, you know, the 1990s. And, and that's not going to be fun for you. And when something's not fun for you, 
and you're uneducated and you don't know about it, and that's not to be an insult because neither do I, then, then you're, you're, you're more likely to lose money because the moment that Magic Johnson, you know, rookie dips in price a little bit or the moment that, that Shaq tops gold doesn't, doesn't swing upwards, you're going to get nervous and you're going to sell and you're going to get out because you don't even realize how dominant Shaq was or how great Magic was. So that card doesn't hold value. The only value that card has for you is the value that other people put in it. And the moment that doesn't happen is the moment you'll lose interest as well. So yeah, I'm not saying that, you know, vintage is a bad play. I think it's an amazing play. I think there's those cards are super underrated, but do your research guys, know what you're buying, make sure you're having fun and ask yourself, am I in this just to make a few dollars and, and gamble? Or am I in this because I, I love prospecting and scouting and watching basketball and and seeing the guy that I'm invested in put up 45 points. Like sometimes that's the fun. So yeah, let me know what you guys think in the comments. Let me know what kind of trader you are. Are you somebody who's long-term? Are you flipping? Are you using sports cards? It's like kind of like a daily fantasy thing. I think knowing who you are, what you are and what your goal is, is going to make all this a lot easier for you. If you can figure that out, then your decisions should be a no-brainer. If you guys haven't already, definitely check out highupsideshow.com. Subscribe to the newsletter. We're going to be bringing some fire content here. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Share this video. Do me a favor. Share this video. A lot of you guys are watching this. I don't get that many shares. So, you know, believe it or not, a tweet, an Instagram post goes a long, long way. So hopefully you guys can do that for me. But yeah, that's it for this one. Kind of a quick roundup. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy investing.